0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
1: On Rutherford Issues today, we are talking with Michael De Leon with Steered Straight. And uh, always like to start out with you, Michael, uh, just. Kind of some information about your organization and what you're doing right here in the mid state,
0: right? I really appreciate it. I love coming, uh, you know, to see you uh, every month or so and kind of updating people where we're at. Steered Straight is a nonprofit organization, it was founded in 2007, uh, and uh, we moved. To- all our operations our corporate office everything down to middle Tennessee about three years ago so this is our base we're focused on Tennessee focused uh, subsequent to that on the Midwest of the country and then I go to all 50 states schools centers tr- uh, treatment centers prisons and jails all throughout America our mission is prevention preventing kids from getting started with alcohol and drugs and then working with people who've struggled with addiction and suicide in their life get on the path to turn their life around. So that's our mission. And uh, we actually, when COVID hit this past year, our entire business model was changed. Mm -hmm. I wasn't doing schools. In 2019, I, I personally visited 708 schools in one year. And so, obviously, that business model changed. So to keep things going, we opened up a big thrift store here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. It's on uh, Middle Tennessee Boulevard, 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard. And 100% of the money funds addiction prevention and suicide prevention. So uh, we're planning on opening up our second store here in the next month. But uh, we definitely take donations. (laughs) Um, It's a nonprofit organization. 100% of the funds fight addiction and suicide. So, tell me about that second store. Where will that be? Right here in Murfreesboro. I wanted to, you know, go a little bit towards Nashville, Smyrna, Antioch, but uh, the situation presented itself. We're doing so much furniture, so much big stuff, and um, th- that we just decided to do the second store here in Murfreesboro. So it'll be on Mercury Boulevard, and we're struggling to try to get that open by February.
1: Well, it's not like. Uh I mean, it sounds like you've got plenty to do right now,
0: huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, thrift stores are great. You know, I love thr- the thing I love about thrift stores is you know you can get 17-year-old kids in, and you can get you know 80-year-old people in, and everybody loves thrifting. Everybody loves a great deal, and you know a lot of people are struggling right now. We uh, worked with a beautiful woman in Carolyn this past weekend, gave 15 bags of clothes away to homeless. So being able to sell clothes, being able to you know sell things that are donated. We're able to then provide uh, clothes to the homeless, help with food to the homeless, and uh, we help provide uh, interview clothing to people who are getting out of jail, interview clothing to people who are getting out of programming, um, just helping everybody. We had a family come in a couple days ago, had a fire, lost clothes. We were able to give bags and bags of clothes away because we're able to sell clothes. So I also am able, through four churches, to send clothing to Ghana, uh, Honduras, Guatemala, and the Philippines. So it's total blessing. I mean, our whole mission is prevention of, edu- of addiction, right? Uh, through education, but opening up a thrift store opens up a lot of opportunities to help people. So that's what we're doing. So you come donate whatever, you know, we could sell at the thrift store, but please come to the Steered Straight thrift store at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard. We're open seven days a week.
1: Uh, Something that I wanted to talk with you about, Michael, and and we've got several topics we can touch on, but I know uh, our state lawmakers are in Nashville and the governor's called a special session on learning loss. And, you know, uh, that is one really big issue for our young people right now, along with uh the the effects of covid just go so far and deep and i know we're going to talk about some of those but you know kid gets behind and and struggles in school and that leads to uh maybe addiction to you know cigarettes nicotine vaping alcohol drugs all, all those kinds of things and so it's 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 all related i think don't you
0: absolutely you know i i you know I don't like to speak in absolutes and just big blanket terms, but virtual learning is virtually ineffective. Virtual learning virtually does nothing. If you believe academics is what kids get out of school, you don't understand school, you don't understand kids. It's been widely accepted and studied that about 30% of what we learn in middle school and high school, we use in our lives, 30%. Now, I'm not saying middle school and high school is not important and academics is not important. It's very important because it builds the foundation for learning. But unfortunately, we don't teach our kids how to learn. We just teach them what to learn, right? That's a problem, but that's, you know, beyond my pay grade and it's something that I'm not going to tackle. I'll leave that to the, you know, the the, uh, educators, but... Connection, okay, engaging kids and giving kids that um, support uh, in school is vital and leaving them at home is, is doing such damage to mental health. I'm glad this special session is in is in uh, session today, uh, and they're going to really discuss this. Academic regression is going to be so massive and we're not going to see the real results of it for 10 to 15 years, especially for rural kids. Uh, it, it was widely reported in Tennessee, we had over a third of kids do not have any kind of broadband throughout the state. Rutherford County and Murfreesboro is actually higher. So they can't even log on to do the, the coursework anyway and people come back at me and said oh no, no no Comcast and Verizon were so great they gave away free broadband okay if you believe that you know that's fine it's not true but just let's say that we we were able to get kids connected online virtually that's just for academics we're losing connection and connection is a thread through the fabric of addiction it really is these kids are not getting the information that they need and uh, Mental health is a huge issue so I could go on and on to explain what kind of perfect storm this is but academic regression is going to be massive and the mental health damage is going to last for decades we're literally I hate to say destroying an entire generation but in many ways for rural kids for minority kids for kids who are you know single-parent households um, we're really gonna damage this generation
1: and one thing that I kind of wanted to tie together with that, when when you came in, you were tell, telling me that um, uh, you help with the suicide hotline and just the number of calls that are going up. I mean, all of this is interrelated. And when you feel that isolation, that's that's when these types of thoughts come in.
0: Absolutely. And then you know, with telehealth, it's easier for doctors to just write a prescription. Okay. And ninety percent of all suicides in this country are drug related. Ninety percent, illicit drugs and psych drugs and depressive medication, anxiety medication, it's why you hear and see warnings on every prescription that's out there, suicidal ideation, right? It causes you know people to think about suicide in greater numbers. We have to address that. Last uh, summer, if I got one or two kids a week on the suicide helpline, it was a bad week. Now I'm talking to five or six kids a night, every night, seven days a week. Five to six kids 17 years of age and younger are calling the National Suicide Helpline to talk, to say they want to kill themselves, to say they want to hurt themselves. And it's isolation. It's loss of connection. It's boredom. It's fear, okay? It's seeing the country so divided. And, and you know, it reminds me of when Sandy Hook happened in Connecticut. I was coming out of a prison that I had visited that morning and I was sitting in the parking lot. My wife was in the car crying. She was waiting for me uh, to get out of the session in the prison that I was presenting. And uh, we sat there for almost three hours in the parking lot listening on the radio. It was devastating. We went to the hotel that night we were out of state and we watched all night long and one of the things I said to her was you know we're sitting here shocked don't know what to say but our kids are watching the same channels and they don't know what to say so we're I don't hear a lot of discussion in the country right now of what we're going to talk to kids, how we're going to talk to kids to navigate through this COVID and navigate through the, the next year. We haven't taken that into enough consideration. I wish Governor Lee would have had this as a weekly session. I'd love an hour with the legislature, Governor Lee, if you're listening, bring me to, to the you know to the Capitol and I'll talk to the legislature and I'll tell you what's going on. I'll tell you the stories of the kids who are calling and what, what the answer is. And the answer is we We've got to get these kids live in school uh, with many, many extracurricular activities. I hope school districts across the country will go to school full-time all next summer. We don't need a summer break. If you want to have a summer break next year, have a week or two, but we need to go to school throughout the entire next summer to make up some of the loss of ground.
1: Yeah, learning loss is one of the things that they're, they're, they're going to be discussing and talking about, and there there is no silver bullet here, I no. don't think. Do you?
0: I mean, we have the legislators that are suggesting to stick with virtual learning, and I love teachers, but but I'm not a fan of teachers' unions, and these teachers' unions are dangerous. They really are, and that's a you know, very controversial statement, but I can sit down and debate anybody about what's happening. Um, we don't need to continue virtual learning. We just don't. If you want to enhance learning with virtual uh, you know, substance, that's great, but we've got to get kids connected with each other, with their counselors. I'll give you another horrible statistic. Child abuse cases are down about 30% nationwide, but they're not. Reported child abuse cases are down because one out of four child abuse cases originates in a school from a counselor And if these kids aren't live with their counselors They're not seeing the kids to report them. So child abuse cases are down So we we have to address these issues and that's exactly what steered straight is trying to do steered parents have a plethora of information on our website about vaping about Anxiety. We have a whole guide for teens, uh, how to deal with anxiety right now at org, And we're just trying to help parents navigate through this mess and help them help their kids navigate through this mess.
1: And uh, all the material that's online is, is free for parents oh, yeah. to take a look at.
0: Yeah, we have a whole curriculum called Success for Teens, it's 176 pages. It's free. You could download the whole thing, you could use it, you know, on a PDF file, download it. It's eight chapters, uh, going from character to to, through habits and making your dreams come true. It's all free at steeredstraight.org. Uh, we've got Michael
1: De Leon joining us from Steered Straight today. Uh, one thing that you were also mentioning here in our last few moments thought we would touch on uh, is the increase in vaping. Um, I think this is one of those things where... I don't know if parents have a false sense of this is safer than cigarettes or they're being told that. I know that there's some marketing toward that, Uh, you know, but uh, still it's illegal for kids, but they are still getting their hands on it.
0: Right. Getting their hands on it very easily. You know, it's shipped via UPS, you know, Postal Service, FedEx. Um, I know parents think it would never be their kid, but every parent who's ever buried their child from an overdose said the same thing. Not my kid. Um, It doesn't doesn't make you a bad parent it just unfortunately kids are getting bad information you know i don't want to um make mad all the vaping stores that are out there uh you want to sell vapes to adults and tell them it's safer than cigarettes you know we can talk about that it's not that's a fact but i'm talking about kids so my focus is 20 years and younger The drinking age is 21, you know, smoking and nicotine should be 21, should be 28. The brain doesn't fully develop to your late 20s, but I just got to focus on kids. And nicotine is a very addictive drug. I don't want kids smoking. I don't want kids chewing tobacco either. I don't want kids vaping. uh, Vaping escalation, the numbers are phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. And kids are getting their hands on it. And parents need to understand the danger to the respiratory system, circulatory system, cardiovascular system, and the brain. It's a definite definite harm to kids and nicotine is very very dangerous very very addictive and there's no products in America to help kids okay no products ever been tested like gum or lozenges or patches they've never been tested on kids ever so there's really no product out there when a kid becomes addicted just as I was coming in here earlier uh, to get on the radio a woman from New Jersey was calling to ask me if I could talk to her son on the phone yeah I'll talk to your son on the phone but we've got to educate kids about the danger of this. Vaping is escalating and marijuana is very, very prevalent. The products uh, are very accessible to kids to order online and have shipped to their house and all those products can be vaped
1: as well. Ah, so that, that's a growing trend as as well with marijuana and vaping?
0: Huge. I mean, I'm, I have five uh, marijuana stocks that I own because I get information from those companies as a stockholder. Um, it, the, the sales of THC products, which is the psychoactive molecule of marijuana that gets you high, the THC sales in vaping products are up 500% since March of last year, year over year. 500% increase in profits and sales. That's not going to adults only. It's going with the kids as well, so uh,
1: uh, uh, the the what the legal age is, is supposed to be, 21. 21. So how, how do you get the? I mean, is it because it comes from another state? And Well, it, are, it comes from it
0: another state, one? but the, the people who are shipping it out, you know, they're not checking ID. Some of these companies, some of the bigger companies will like, um, you know, a, a screenshot, a copy of your ID. It's got to match where it's being sold. But how many kids can get an older friend, 21 years of age and older, to just go buy beer or go buy liquor? And so the kids become entrepreneurs they're 21 they're get the vaping products thc products for all their little friends you know it's very very easy and a lot of the companies do not check id i actually i just did one the other day it said are you of legal smoking age? check yes or check no Well, all the kid has to do is check no. He's told the company, yeah, I'm 21, and they'll send it to him. So there's no verification. There's no way to verify the age, but they are ordering it online. And then, obviously, in your black market, kids can get it. Another real, real fear is liquid meth. The the five largest meth confiscations in American history has happened in 2020. So liquid meth coming in through Mexico from China. They're shipping liquid methamphetamine. Why? Because it's going into vape pens. So people can vape illicit drugs. I can put any drug on earth in your vape pen. And these illicit black market syndicates, criminal syndicates, are putting illicit drugs into products that can be vaped. Now that's very dangerous. You always bring uh, some very
1: thought-provoking information here uh, when you come on. And, uh, Michael, I always appreciate it. And uh, just remind folks again uh, about your thrift store and how they can help you continue your efforts here to uh, inform parents and, and uh, get our kids back uh, Steered Straight, I guess. Absolutely. Steered
0: Straight, so past tense of steer, S-T-E-E-R-E-D. SteeredStraight.org is our website. Steered Straight Thrift Store is at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, and you can visit our website, get a Tons of information come in. We give uh, information away to parents all the time. We have drug education materials. We'll provide you if you stop by the thrift store. We give Bibles away. Anybody that comes to the store if they want a Bible, we have Bibles to give away. Uh, steeredstraight.org. And we take donations. We take financial donations. We're a one hundred percent five hundred one c three nonprofit organization.
1: Michael DeLeon with Steered Straight joining us today on Rutherford Issues. If you missed any part of our program, be sure to check WGNSRadio.com under Podcast and Rutherford Issues or wherever you listen to audio.